Hey guys. Hello. I'm Alexis. I'm Christina. And we are Pitapad. Yes, we are. <laughs> Long time no see. It's been a while. It's been... It has. I haven't seen you since last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, though, it's been like, what, three weeks or something like that now? Maybe a yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. That's crazy. What have you been up to? How's work? Uh, it's been it's been pretty well actually. I gained more hours, so now I'm gonna get paid more and everything. So that's good. Money coming in is a little bit more. I get to save a little bit more. That's good. It's nice. It's nice. It really is to have like money and stuff absolutely income i know i came the big green the big green (laughs) yes in other news wait did you want to say anything i was just gonna say like same thing like i came home and like immediately started working where have you been working the grocery store where i used to work except i don't work in the deli i work um, as like an online shopper so I, I get to peruse around the store with my earphones in and just Ooh, do people's groceries fun. for them yeah it's it's a lot of fun actually that is really fun oh mm. my god that's an online shopper and then to like people like we're online and you just go ahead and like give their stuff for them yeah and then ah. like um if something's like out of stock, then I get to pick something to like substitute it with through my little scanner. <laughs> it's fun. It actually makes the day go by really fast because like some orders could take like easily an hour, an hour and a half. So I'm just like consistently shopping all day, eight hours. Oh, that's actually a really, really good job. That's actually a really like stress-free job. Right literally so nice it's so much better than like standing in the same spot for eight hours at the deli doing like the exact same thing because at least for this one like the orders are different and sometimes they're like really funny like I had someone order like 50 cans of baby food once and I was like what's going on (laughs) or I've had I literally have had to pick out like toenail clippers for some customers like it's it's toenail clippers yeah they wanted like four of them so I was like, okay, I've had rat traps ordered, so many things. It's it's very funny. Oh yeah, the people who don't want to leave the house, they're like, hey, you know, no one will judge me if I buy this online and pick it up instead. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so funny. It's very convenient though, because like, when my mom was sick, like literally just last week, she placed an order online, and then I just went and picked it up. <laughs> for so interesting interesting the life of this pandemic is so interesting to me like and it's still going too and it's still like in a way getting worse but like in a way it's definitely been shaping society like crazy like I'm watching I've been watching like commercials recently and I mean some of them are so fit for the like the time period 
Hold on, let me charge my phone real quick because my phone is about to die. <laughs> so I've been like, I saw this ad a couple days back and it was like for, it was a paid programming. It was, one, it was, like, it was really late night. I think it was like 2 a.m. For some reason I was still up or me, I couldn't sleep. And I was watching TV and there was an ad for like a special mask they were like oh it's supposed to protect you against covid and it and it becomes a necklace if you wear it on your neck it like turns to a necklace and it's like hmm this is so coronavirus specific <laughs> right like you would have never seen that at all in like 2019 exactly or like it looks like those ads you watch in history class that are like specific for that time period and you're like oh my god that is so like coronavirus era <laughs> mm-hmm. no not the era you're so coronavirus right, era i'm in my covid era like <laughs> That's oh, what concept is your music video coronavirus <laughs> i'm sick i hope they never do that you don't want to relive that time. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of isolation and staying at home when you're not, you know, not have to go to do anything, um, I have been rewatching all the Harry Potter movies. Oh, really? Uh-huh. On Peacock. They have them all on Peacock. So I've been watching them all from like one to seven. And it's been like, it's been a whole trip. We're watching it as a 20 year old. In my 20s, it's definitely a whole new experience and watching it when I was like 12. Or like when I was growing up. It's definitely like, damn, this was darker than I thought it was. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's definitely Super a lot more dark. stuff to understand. Oh, yeah. And I understand most of it now. And like back then, I was just kind of like, oh, this is a lot of comp. This is so complex for me. But um, I know what Hogwarts house is, you know, like it was just like more like fun loving back in the day. And now I'm watching it and I'm like, damn, like it started out when you watch the first movie, you're like, oh, this is so sweet. Like they're all going to like little like houses and getting selected and they're all going to play like some Quidditch and have a grand old time. And you get to like, when you get to like movie three movie four you're like "Ooh, this is this is not for like kids <laughs> right things are quick, very dark very quick oh yeah oh yeah especially like the whole like dream sequence parts of i think it was order the phoenix something like that and he starts to like dream about voldemort and it's it's like some real PTSD stuff. Like, yeah. I'm just like, how did they not, you know, diagnose this PTSD? Like, do they not have PTSD in the wizarding world? Because a lot of people have PTSD in the wizarding world. Um, <laughs> like, it's a lot to think about that he's dreaming about these things and he doesn't even know if they're like real or happening at the moment. And when people start dying, it's like, damn, this is this is not 
this is not something that I would like show to like a two-year-old I know (laughs) honestly I feel like if you think about it from the very beginning there's always that sense of like this is a little on the darker side because like literally just starts off with oh yeah kid dead parents and a family that bullies him like the vibes are just off from the very beginning also the beginning it like i know what you mean by it looks dark but at the same time it looks like there's like always that sense of hope and you're like oh yeah this is totally for like little kids because you know he's gonna break free from this family and he's gonna find a better one and he's gonna learn magic and stuff and it's gonna be the coolest thing ever and you watch like chamber of secrets and you're he's still at that same house and you're like hmm maybe they're not gonna leave maybe this is not gonna have a happy ending yet <laughs> right like when every movie starts with him back in the same spot you're like wow it just doesn't get better <laughs> it just doesn't get better <laughs> literally oh yeah and I watched him or secrets and I'm like what's the problem with him not living with the Weasleys like he could definitely live with the Weasleys if he wanted to and yet he didn't choose to like Ron adopted him from the first moment he met him and I'm like you know if you didn't want to live with your crazy ass aunt and uncle so bad why do you go back home with him you could have just stayed with I don't know the Weasley family who absolutely love you for no reason or you can stay with the Grangers I'm pretty sure the dentist would take him in like why is this yeah. something that doesn't cross his mind? <laughs> I know, like, he's like, let me just go subject myself to this verbal abuse again. Again? <laughs> maybe it's in the books. There must be a reason. Or maybe there's no reason. He's just, like, a kid who didn't really consider that as an option. I don't know. I know, but, like, as, like, an 11-year-old, I would have been like, hey, my family is kind of abusive. Can I stay with yours? Like, I wouldn't use the word abusive. I'd say, like, hey, I hate my family. Can I just stay with yours? Literally, yeah. <laughs> like, Weasley, the Weasleys, like, absolutely love him anyway. And I'm like, why? Why didn't you think about that for, like, one second at least? Like, there's no common sense that he could have just, I don't know, left the family that verbally abused him and singled him out every single day. <laughs> Good series, though very good series Mm -hmm. i definitely at some point have to watch it again just like (laughs) fill in some of the details but i feel like i missed because i was trying so hard to understand everything being thrown at me at once (laughs) during the first like watch oh yeah for a good i i was never a harry potter person growing up like i've had a lot of friends who read all the books and they watched movies they know they like claim their house as their personality trait (laughs) so and um I mean it's it's definitely like I remember watching when I was like I don't know like I was watching when I was like nine or ten and I just couldn't get into it I'd watch I think it was Chamber of Secrets Order of Themes like that and my my mom actually brought it home we watched it on DVD and I don't know I guess I didn't understand it back then but it was just a lot taken absolutely 
And as I got older, like I'm actually watching it as in my twenties and I'm like, this actually makes sense now. Like, this is actually something that's something that I actually like would kind of, it's kind of good. <laughs> like it's kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> it's also really but, fun to like, Oh yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but when you rewatch something and you know something is going to happen, but then you pick up on smaller like details that were foreshadowing it the whole time and you never realized it. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. That's a good feeling. Oh yeah. Or um you definitely like after I watch seven, I'm gonna go back and watch one again. Like I'm rewatching of course I've watched all of them already, but I just never really like paid attention to it. I think I was either like doing something else when I was watching it or my friends were watching it and I was like I'm gonna get some snacks and I miss like a good decent bit of it but I'm I, I'm re, I'm gonna rewatch seven today part one I don't know if I should watch watch part two I might like stay up a little later tonight and rewatch part two as well but anyway um after I rewatch seven I'm gonna go back to one and see if I like catch anything <laughs> because one is so like it's so eerie in the case that it's so hopeful and cheerful right it's like yeah. hmm. like for people who people who like have already seen it or at least know the story it's like uncomfortable because <laughs> you're mm-hmm. like it's just it's not as happy as it seems in the beginning but mm, exactly yeah that's what makes it good though mm-hmm. the fact that there is that kind of twist not everybody likes that kind of stuff but I I do it's good yeah I I actually do uh, I always say this I'm like I'm gonna go back and read the books and I look at the length of the books like I have friends that when I was like when I was like seven or eight years old people would my friends would actually read from like from like page to page like they would actually be reading it at all times and I'm just like the I think what always scared me about Harry Potter series that I never really got into it was because of the length of those books. They're so large. I know. <laughs> They're so large. Crazy. Like, the story is great. I would get sucked in, I feel like. But as an adult, I don't think I have the time to, like, sit down and read something, like, page to page that big without having to work in between or having to go to the restroom in between or having to, like, think about thinking about catching up on everything like if I miss something in that I would have to like reread it again and it's so like I don't know if I would ever get in Harry Potter to the point where I could like know what happens in the books from page to page so maybe I'm just more of a movie person (laughs) I'm with you on that I feel like it depends on the genre because like yes I'll watch the movie a couple times, really get into the story. If the book is shorter, sure, I'll go for it, maybe. But if we're talking, like, anime, and I really like it, and I want to read the manga, the manga will be read in, like, two days. Mm-hmm. But it's, but it's then again, a different format. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the um, manga's different, though. It's just, like, it's so much shorter like in a way it's a way shorter but the prop the thing that makes it so like a whole saga 
is the fact that a lot of it is just dialogue and yeah. it's long in the case that the pictures are big yeah if that makes sense what takes me so long too is like they draw out these intricate action sequences and i'm like literally trying to visualize them in my head so i have to like <laughs> stare at a page because i'm like how was their leg doing that because you know it's a drawing so i i don't know exactly what they're doing but I try my best to kind of like see it as I go yes but also um when you watch when you watch manga you have photos you have like pictures and sequences in a way it's not like when you like if I read Harry Potter like there's words literally just words yeah. and you would have to like visualize it in your head the Vol- the Voldemort Harry Potter like <laughs> duel <laughs> <laughs> do not do fight like the fight yeah you'd be like so the wand is out and then there's a beam and then there's like you know like, you watch the movie you're like oh at least there's a visual there you know right. <laughs> i'm just more a visual person i think we're smart visual people that would just like to see like things happening without having to make it up in your mind it's so hard to come like when I was like seven I think I could probably be able to do it and create like a really vivid photo in my head but to like visualize it in your head and watch it on tv it's totally different mm-hmm. for sure like in a way I feel like I ruined it I watched the movie first because when I watched the movie first I'm starting to visualize it as like Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter or I'm I I see Emma Watson as Hermione, you know, like, I don't have, like, a vision of them in my head, like, most people would when they actually read the books, like, you know? Yeah, like, my roommate, because she read the books, she's, like, a huge fan, she knows, like, most of the ins and outs, and I watched them with her, and she would tell me things like, oh, well, technically, Harry Potter doesn't actually look like this, and I'm like, I can't picture anybody else, that's, like, oh, no, (laughs) but the book describes them differently, so I'm like, I... I can't even picture that. It's like Daniel Radcliffe not as Harry Potter? Then who? Then who else? Right? (laughs) Exactly. Literally exactly. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, Another series that I actually really got into, but the movie's versions of them were, like, terrible, and they kind of, like, ruined the whole deal. But Percy Jackson... I would read those from like page to page and I like finished the whole saga in like a school year like a whole school year I was like reading them like in my free time and um and the books are smaller but the story I feel like it's more intricate in a way like it's interesting but anyway when I would think about like Annabeth or think about the characters I always imagine them differently in my head than like seeing them on the movie movie was terrible but anyway um like that's what I mean by like it's so much more different to, like s- visualize it in your head and have an imagine like the imagination of the whole scene happening and then to watch the movie and be like kind of disappointed it's like oh so that's what you think they look like <laughs> and I can kind of feel like Harry Potter fans are kind of like that when it comes to, like small things very true like I feel like one of the most frustrating things is probably like plot holes or like 
maybe they had like a favorite scene or something that they were just waiting to see on screen and it never happened that's so funny oh yeah oh yeah 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 exactly and um oh yeah like I have so many scenes like that that I'm just kind of like in other books that I've read that are like this is not how this is supposed to go and this is not like why didn't why couldn't they fit this one in it was like less than a minute and they could probably just fit this one in my favorite scene ever um but also Harry Potter in general movies are like two hours long and you only fit so much in two hours that's so true you can only fit so much in two hours if they made it longer it'd be like too long it'd be like insanely long but also the book in general is like a day read if you just don't like think about anything else you just consume it's like a whole day's worth of reading for like at least like maybe a couple books very true honestly I really admire like the writers of the scripts because I don't I don't know how they do it like how do you how do you (laughs) together like how do you know what details to pull out and like what dialogue to use it's so it's mind-blowing oh yeah I don't know if you've watched the HBO series recently but um anyway they they went back to Hogwarts in quotes of course um and they were talking about the when they did um Sorcerer's Stone well Philosopher's Stone in the UK version and um and they said that they were just being kids the whole time like in breaks and stuff they were just like playing games and stuff like that and they just didn't like have to think about too much and the adults and the in the directors like that they had like corral them to make sure that the scenes were done well and I can just imagine can you imagine like a hundred plus kids all dressed in different attire and of course you have Emma Watson, Rupert Grant and um and Daniel Radcliffe like these like these like kids and you have to like make them say lines or you have to make them like behave and do well and make sure the scene goes properly <laughs> and I can just imagine the pure insanity and chaos that must have taken place like oh my gosh it's I could just it's unimaginable like unimaginable absolutely I can't imagine the the noise just in that room in between like scenes and stuff Mm -hmm. and like astronomically loud oh yeah and um and it was like yeah there's I think about it so much and I think about like just the growth of a person like can you imagine at age like eight or nine years old and you had to play this character and you had to continue playing this character for 10 years the amount of growth a person would have to go through to just play the same character over and over again. It's like, and as a person looking from the outside in to see a character, see a person play a character for over time and have to go through puberty and have to like go like be an adult. Like by the end of it, they were all young adults. Like, I don't know how to think about that. I'm like, damn, that was a whole personality trait at that point. (laughs) 
Literally. <laughs> but in the back of their head, they were like, if I was in the situation, but like, as this character, what would I do? And they're just like, eating breakfast in the trailer. Like, I feel like they're probably always thinking about their role throughout their life. In the back oh, of their yeah. Head. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, um, and like the amount of, like, they're all really close friends. Like, they, once you spend so much time with that cast and you spend so much time just nonstop being with those people, like, they become family. Like, can you imagine, like, that group chat? Oh my gosh, that group chat makes me so chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine. (laughs) Harry Potter group chat. Oh my gosh. And they're all like in their 30s now, aren't they? Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're all like married or getting married soon or not even close getting married and have like a full-on career outside of that. And like, damn, it's a whole different story to like rewatch the Harry Potter series for the plot, but another like see the growth of the person from the first movie to the seventh movie it's um yeah probably gone completely off topic now but anyway it's good stuff (laughs) it's a good topic though because like they spent so much of their lives doing that specific role and you can see like physically how much they've changed because obviously like the role is the same but we go from like babies to like adults yeah I know oh my gosh I can't imagine being like a director for that like to like start out and have to crawl those kids for like a whole movie and then by the end movie everyone is like okay now scene and then everyone is like well behaved and knows exactly what they're doing and are like full-on career like they like know what they're doing for the rest of their lives and they've been acting for years and this is just like clockwork right like wow that's crazy kudos to everybody in the acting industry kudos honestly and i like how a lot of the cast of harry potter they started really young but they all turned out pretty good adults they all turned out to be really good people yeah and their careers have pretty much continued i know and they've all like they've all they're all rich now definitely <laughs> once you do that for your like beginning of your career you have no worry about money for the rest of your life i can't even imagine like what does a child do with all that money put it in a bank account for college <laughs> you're right at the same time like how do you do college when you're filming like stuff like this oh yeah i'm pretty sure they had breaks in between or something you know like they could probably like spend a whole summer at home or something or that's true they're all homeschooled i think true i'd just be like in my little camper writing like my essay in between like (laughs) scenes Oh my god, can you imagine all like the cute little like 
they're all like really young and they're all like staying in a circle doing math together like what'd you get on that problem and they're all doing like math together like that'd be really cute watch that is cute but also imagine having to be the instructor oh my gosh no holding up the temperature just to like accommodate for child actors Oh my god, yeah. But also, there's a small part of me that wishes I was born in the UK just so I could be an extra in Harry Potter. Like, wouldn't that be the coolest thing ever? To, like, I don't know, be on the set and have to be one of the extras, but you're, like, sitting on the tables and you get to, like, witness the scene happen and you're, like, in your robe and you get to, like, be part of one of the houses. Oh, a lot of fun. That's one of one moments in my life that, like, damn, I wish I had that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where all those kids are now. Hope they're all doing okay. Hope they're all doing just fine. Me too. They put in their their good hard work. I wonder if they use like the same like group of students throughout the the movies. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, it'd be hard to notice because there were just so many of them, but like, that'd be so cool. I know, right? And also, I I would love if they like sorted them anyway. Like, even if they didn't get shown on screen or something like that, or they, um, like, I wish, like, you know, they had like a set of ropes and you get like pick which one. If they like really like Harry Potter, they can like pick which house they associate with and they would have to, they can like pick which table they're gonna be on. Yeah, that'd uh, be the coolest thing ever. To like pick and then be that person, be like that extra for the rest of the movies. But I don't know. I don't know if that would be that special. <laughs> I think it is special. It's a little interactive. Probably makes you feel like closer. I know, just like, damn. Harry Potter's pretty cool, like, I'm real honest. I am in my 20s, we're watching Harry Potter, and I gotta say, this is a pretty good story. This is a pretty great plot. Like, it's, it's, it's not very, like, jumpy. It's very straightforward, and I like that. For sure. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I also like. I also wished that the directors for Harry Potter would have jumped onto Percy Jackson and like done an actual series Percy Jackson that wasn't crap. That's the thing. Like, it's already been done, and remakes are like really not common. So it's like you gotta live with it. No. They could have done better, I'm just saying. They could have had the success of Harry Potter if they just put effort into maintaining the plot. Oh my gosh. I'm just so upset about it. I wish they were the same as Harry Potter and like did it right the first time. That's very upsetting. (laughs) 
Uh, also, there's so many movies out there. I'm like, damn, if you just followed the Harry Potter sequence, you would have done something good. So many books out there that just got ruined because of bad filmmaking. <laughs> you would think they would learn from their mistakes in previous works. Oh, yeah. Like, no one, no one has done anything Harry Potter. No one has done anything like Harry Potter. That is, like, saga to movie. I think you're right. Because any other books that have become, like, a movie saga, I don't know if they've been as critically acclaimed. I know, right? The Harry Potter series. Or it's just like the fact that like you can see the improvements in like overall technology and CGI. Mm-hmm. Movies, like as time goes too. Like they actually mm-hmm. put in the effort to learn and like make it better. It's still a little flawed, but like it was good. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, Marvel has done an amazing job with like sticking with some sort of comic ish to it Mm -hmm. um but damn like book like paperback book sagas into movies have only reached so little success like higher than harry potter like there is i don't think there's any saga that i've ever seen that has ever reached that level like that harry potter has reached like oh it's one of the things that kind of upsets me honestly it's like damn damn they could have done better they really could have like so much so much time wasted if they just had gotten a fan if they just had gotten like a fan that genuinely liked the book to sit down with them and say like this is terrible (laughs) (laughs) just have them absolutely trash their movie yeah, just say this is absolutely terrible. Remake it. <laughs> they should have done it. That's frustrating. Honestly, it makes me feel bad for like the authors as well. Because I feel like, I mean, they put their whole life's work into some of these and they had a certain vision how it was supposed to turn out and it just didn't not not in every case because there are some books that have become movies that have been good but like some of them are just they're not it you're not that guy (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Mm, trying to think Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, they would have made it great if they just cast the right people, had great filmmakers, and then just made it work. Like, so many times, so many times I'm like, this cast would not do it. Make my, I would make my own cast. Like, you know what? If I had the money to do it, I'd say, you know what? I'm making my own Avatar remake yes. movie. You know? Um... Also, if it were up to me, I would continue that saga. 
I would continue the cartoon. Like we need Avatar back. (laughs) I would continue the cartoon and then make a live action movie that actually looked good. Like actually looked good. That's what I would do. If I had the money to do it, I would do that. I would do that. And sometimes it's about the people who you pick to be a part of the cast too. Like, not that they're not talented, but sometimes they don't look the part or they're they're just not they're not that good. Like there there were better options. I know. Like I think we we could definitely make an Asian cast that would actually work for Avatar. Yes. We could make it on the spot. Right now. We could make it on the spot right now, honestly. I feel like you put probably some, know more than me. Put in some Korean actors, some uh, Taiwanese actors, some, you know, just like sprinkle it in. Sprinkle right. it in, that good good juju, and then right. make it work. Actual Asian actors. That's the whole point. Yes. And of course, add some South Asian actors, some Southeast Asian actors, you know, like add that good, good, that good, good. That isn't white. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you're so right, though. You're so right. I had to say it. I had to say it. (laughs) They're so afraid to just accurately portray a character. And it's like, it's okay to ask for help if you need, need, like, (laughs) some pointers from that specific community. Just ask. They'll be more than happy to help you, especially if you're willing to learn and make your product better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, technology has gotten to the point where now we could actually make a really, really good live-action Avatar movie. If someone is committed to the craft and actually provides good representation and oh my god. Speaking of some amazing reputation recently, Encanto. Shout out to Encanto. That is a good example of great representation. Like the spectrum of diverse <clears throat> colors in that movie. Um, amazing representation of hairstyle types. Um, there is a little bit of everything and I love it. I love that movie mm-hmm. so much right now. It's like one of my favorite movies at the moment. It's just, it's so well made and I have no complaints. Exactly. I, I, am, no complaints. The, I am the number one grandma hater in the world. Your number one grandma hater? The number one abuela hater is me. <laughs> and it's not going to change. <laughs> I know they're trying to make me feel bad, bad for her at the end, but I still don't like her. Yeah. That, I guess that's how you know it's good, though, because they really showed you, like, just how much she traumatized the family. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But also it plays into, like, that whole toxicity of kind of, like, selfishness and... And then I guess the ending of what it means to be a family and what it means to take care of your grandkids and what it means to, I guess, support the people that you love and not, hmm, I'm trying to think about this. You have like a better moral. 
no you're you're right though you're very right it's hard to like put such a heavy topic into a movie because like realistically you're not gonna make up with your whole family in like two minutes but like they did a good job of putting it together especially for a kid's movie I guess I feel like sometimes they say it's a kid's movie but like the message is a little heavier oh yeah like the kids watch it for the songs but like us kind of us young adults who watch it for I guess what it means to be in a diverse group of people and not be singled out as different I feel Mm -hmm. like there's so many analogies between the like the black sheep of the family and like how they're not accepted in the community but in a way maybe they have their own gift that isn't something you can place in a box Ooh, that's a good one bars (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's been so much like controversy around it both like good and bad like the good stuff is obviously like the representation like the good music the variety of like artists and everything everybody that was involved and then there's like that whole problem with like the white people and how they're just trying to claim that movie or be like, oh, well, these characters are obviously, like, I don't want to be mean, but, like, oh, like, this guy's gay. Like, no. He's just, he's just a person of color. He doesn't have to be. <laughs> Not everybody is good. But, yeah, like, just because, like, Luisa is, like, tomboyish, I guess. She still wears a, like, it, it doesn't have anything to do with her sexuality. She's just... A lovely little gal, a strong little gal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's more than just, I guess, the more than just like, oh, this person's part of this community, this person's part of this community. You know, like it's not, it's not meant to be claimed in any way. They're in Colombia. I think that's enough to be said. But like the main big deal is the story the plot the moral of the story exactly. the impact it has in the latinx community like the like it's more than just it's more than just like oh this person is clearly different sexuality like you know like right like first of all how do you know that second of all you can find that somewhere else but the story wasn't made for that purpose exactly so exactly. don't change it they're so goofy (laughs) they're so goofy or just like like I've seen people say like oh so-and-so is hot that's like a 15 year old can you like just just get some help (laughs) please (laughs) this is a family-friendly environment just get some help oh my gosh Like, that's not, that literally was never one of my thoughts. Like, I never was like, oh my gosh, I was like, oh, he's so cute. Or like, oh my God, she's beautiful. But it's not like, I'm in love with this person. I'm in love with this person. Except Pedro, the, uh, like the, the abuelo, the, um, the grandfather. Yeah, he's that's acceptable. Though. <laughs> obviously an adult. He is so good looking. 
that that mm-hmm. aside honestly great movie it's a great movie what do you have to add to it i feel like you know it's nice to hear your point of view on it honestly i saw a lot of like obviously like my own family in it i don't know where i would place myself specifically there are some things that change between like watching it in spanish and english like a lot of not i guess not too many but some of the complaints i've heard is like yes they're from colombia but they don't sound like it like accent wise because colombian accents are very very distinct it's like one of the most beautiful spanish accents but like you can't tell that's where they're from at the same time it's hard to find sometimes voice actors that can really like pull the role together because some of the actors that they used voice the stuff for english and spanish too so i really enjoyed it honestly for me it was like just like fun you just like just to hear something that sounds kind of like what my everyday environment is like like especially in the music I heard some of the instruments I'm like oh this is so like homey if that makes sense Mm -hmm. that's what was nice about it it wasn't even like the visuals as much because I know some people care more about like oh this person looks like me it's representation of course it is but for me the representation was more in like the the environment the food the language like that kind of stuff I thought was really nice I really wish they added more of like people who actually were from Colombia to voice the actors um but I see like it's going somewhere it's going somewhere like I see something happening there that isn't something that has been around very until very recently. So yeah, absolutely. It's a good movie. I don't really have any complaints about it because my sister, like, <laughs> she watched it with a friend, and she's like an orchestra player, so she's big on like she listens to the musical aspects of things, and she watches stuff. She's like, the music wasn't oh even that God, good. And I was like, but that's not the point. I can't believe she literally dissed. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about that's Bruno. It's like, like ever. It's such a good song. It really so is. And it sounds, it sounds good. Like one of the things about Lynn. <laughs> shout out to Lynn. <laughs> shout out to Lynn. <laughs> it's like he managed to make music that sounded good in every single language like every dub that I've heard the the songs have been so good they've Mm -hmm. just I don't know how he did that I don't know who was casting like the voice actors but like it it turned out so well like in every aspect oh yeah oh yeah like so good like the rhythm I feel like that's the key to it the rhythm the beat the musical aspect to it the um the overlaying of of uh the overlay part where they start putting like the verses at top of verses top of verses oh that part is so good it's not chaotic i feel like you can only fucking overstep that line of being chaotic it kept the song going it had the overlap as a background sound and then it had maribel 
in the friend's center saying like she wants to find more about Bruno she finds out about Bruno and she feels the aspect and like you can hear the tone of the music go up it's like oh the suspense there's suspense there and it's so well made it's so much more than just oh it's the song about Bruno it's not we're not going to talk about Bruno um it's and then the little like it has a little bit bohemian rhapsody to it in a way though like it has like that little bit where it goes like goes from like top to like very quiet it's like very like strong intense to like kind of acapella e, and it has a little bit of like a little bit everything and I like it I liked it it's yeah. good very experimental in a good way though because it turned out really well I think exactly. if there's anybody that could have pulled it off it's definitely him <laughs> it's definitely Lynn what's up yeah. <laughs> yes that's the first step like you said like obviously they're not all Colombian but just using like Latin American artists in general to put it together is a big step we're doing good didn't they get Maluma in there they did shout out they to did. shout out to Maluma <laughs> yo what's up I think he played uh Mariano right yeah he did he play like the 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 boyfriend the boyfriend hunk dude yes who kind of looked like him just looked like longer hair or people <laughs> said he looked like markiplier <laughs> no <laughs> he kind of does oh my gosh just like the also really like the art style of it you know it's very colorful and it has a very nice like overall look like yeah. it's more than it really highlights their gifts especially I love Isabella's like flowers when she pulls out all the flowers like that like it has a really nice color dynamic that I like yeah it was really really pleasing to the eye pleasing like to every, the single, eye. every single aspect of it it was so smooth so much to be said yeah, I hope they'll continue to do stuff like that. And I appreciate our representation with like Coco and Encanto and stuff, but I hope that they'll dive into other, like other countries, other cultures. Like I want to see like Asian countries, African countries, stuff like that. Like, uh, like authentic, because obviously in like films, it'll either take place in a certain spot or something, but I want... I want to learn about their culture, like their family dynamics and how it's different. Yes. But yes. make it fun and make it a movie. Ah, <laughs> uh, more, more amazing music. I feel like Disney does a really good job at just picking people to make good music. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big music fan. I love a good musical. I love a good, like a good, a little piece, bit and piece of every single thing, you know, like, isn't just, isn't just, like, the same music over and over again, like, they had, like, Soul came out last year, and that was amazing, oh my god, yeah, Soul was so good, oh my god, and then we had, um, like, oh, they're actually doing something about representation of minority cultures, and it's actually going somewhere, like, it's not perfect, of course, nothing will be perfect the all people criticism and it's something that will always happen but mm-hmm. it's 
it's going somewhere and that's what I like about it you know like it's we don't the light is not we don't have racial light yet but we're walking towards it and I feel like that's so interesting (laughs) right I think the most interesting one of the most like eye-opening things about stuff like this and like more representation in media is like not to go back to like white people but I guess they really are like the (laughs) the problem but like you see them like loving all this stuff but then you think about like your own experience and you're like but the people that I was surrounded with didn't like this stuff or like Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I could share that with them so I feel happy and I'm like oh my gosh now like people are finally enjoying this but at the same time like ooh, it's so weird to like share that with someone because it Mm -hmm. felt comfortable like with the music I'm like these people actually like to listen to this kind of music but like whenever I put it on they were like oh what is this it's it's so weird it's so weird I don't know how it works I don't know how it works either honestly like I don't know maybe because our childhood is just kind of like oh people didn't accept us back in the day so like what's the trick yeah exactly like, like this now um are you are you joking like <laughs> is there something are you tricking me right now am I being pwned <laughs> like <laughs> right like where was this enthusiasm a couple years ago <laughs> exactly I mean, it's, oh, better, it's better late than never, for sure. Yeah, better late than never, but also, why so late? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. <sighs> it's all good stuff, though. I like, I like, I like good representation media. Um. Also, it's really important that it's done well. I feel like that's another summary of our podcast today is that it's just, there will always be criticism of media. You can only do so much in a short span of time, but also when you can, even if it's for one minute, do it well. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think it shows a lot of respect for that group of people if you do it well the first time yes and never use the excuse of talent is too is not enough or never use the excuse of we don't we can't find this person because they don't exist mm. you know like <laughs> right, definitely definitely don't use like race as a or like to never use oh, what am I trying to say here anyway <laughs> I know what you mean <laughs> yes never if you want to make something make it well and if you can get opinions about what you want to do and make sure that it's done to represent the right amount of people that isn't just oh this talent pool you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. branch out a talent pool every once in a while don't use the same actors for the same thing over and over again unless it's for meaningful purposes correct you yeah. know and definitely use representation a good mechanism 
mm-hmm. for everything you do because it will affect people's lives no matter what. Like I've seen, especially recently, a lot of kids are finding themselves movies and it's something that I we didn't grow up with, definitely. You know, like when I was a kid, I couldn't pinpoint myself in a movie. And now I can see, kind of see a person in, my, in like my vision when I see watch movie now, which is something that a lot of kids didn't, like I didn't grow up with, so. Right. I guess that's something I want to add. Absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of jarring almost because like before um, I even watched Encanto, one of my like friends sent me a picture of one of the characters. I'm like, oh my God, this looks like you. I was like, who is that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's super cute, but who is that? But it was like kind of endearing. I was like, oh, you thought about me. Yeah, me. looks like you. That's amazing. Yes. I was like, you know what? Maybe it does. <laughs> like I could actually just like wear what they're wearing. Maybe you could cosplay too. as Maribel. You really could. I could. I just need to Why like not? spray paint my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yes i feel like maribel's a mixture of my sister and i because my sister has the short hair but we both look similar <laughs> so it's like <laughs> we both look like her combined as one person we both have glasses we both have like the same features hair mine's just longer <laughs> You could cut it short, though. You've had it short before. True. I just have to learn how to style it. Because last time I cut it short, I had a side part, and that it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't work. <laughs> yeah. I need to go to the right barber, too. Because, like, last time I got it trimmed was, like, Thanksgiving break. But she didn't do my layers. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, short enough? Like, there aren't enough layers. So my hair is just kind of like straight, wavy, kind of. Yes. It looks nice, though. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to wait a little and then go to a, the professional salon that my mom goes to, which is a little more expensive, but, like, she cuts it really well. Mm-hmm. And it looks healthy, so. <laughs> yes. That's great. Yes. Shout out to film filmmakers. And the Shout out to people who actually are getting down and saying like representation does matter and community representation does matter and we need to find people to represent a community of people in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh my God. That's, I guess, the moral of the podcast. Yes. If anything. That's it. Got anything to add? Um, stay warm or cold. We had a big snowstorm here. We have another one coming. So, <laughs> stay warm if you're on the east coast. Stay warm if you're in the south because it's cold down here too. Is it really, okay, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Stay warm in general. Cover up. Stay warm. Warm up your car at least like five, ten minutes before you use it. <laughs> if you find ice, um, use the uh, antifreeze. 
Yeah, beware of ice. Um, don't slip and fall. Don't die. Wear boots. Wear gloves. Don't get frostbite. Don't think you're cool by going out in short sleeves and t-shirts. Right. To get your booster shot. <laughs> get your booster shot. Yes. <laughs> uh, stay aware of Omicron. Omicron will get you. It's the one most infections one so far this year. Correct. So definitely be wary of Omicron. Um, take care of yourself. Sanitize. Put masks on. Um, eat healthy. Drink water. Exercise for once in a while if you can. Um, I wish good luck and for- good fortune in your future. <laughs> <laughs> yes good luck for Chinese New Year week. yes uh, Chinese New Year is on the February 1st so if you're celebrating be wary of celebrations um, Year of the Tigers coming up aka my year so all the Tigers out there shout out <laughs> to you <laughs> stream Tiger inside my Super M <laughs> that's the theme song for this year honestly yes it's the it's like the whole it's gonna it's gonna be playing it's gonna be a new national anthem honestly we're gonna be playing it at all the stadiums so be wary of that <laughs> oh my gosh yes chinese new year celebrations are gonna be fun i think my school's gonna do some stuff to honor that so i'll probably go to any little events they have on campus learn more about it we can even do a podcast about it one day if you want to yeah we could just have you teach (laughs) for 40 have me teach what i know even though it's very little all i know is that it's my year and i get to say that it's my year the whole year (laughs) (laughs) hey that's that's important (laughs) <laughs> all right guys we'll see ya take care bye bye